Hello, hello, my amazing friends. Welcome back to the Up Level Your Relationships podcast. And thank you so much for being here with me yet again today. If you are enjoying these episodes, please feel free to share them with a friend and make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss one of these weekly episodes. So today I'm in Palm Springs. I'm at one of my favorite boutique hotels. And the reason that I'm here this morning recording this podcast for you is actually the inspiration for the topic that I wanna share with you today. So my original plan for this weekend was that my husband and I were going to come to Palm Springs for a little fun, you know, day and overnight staycation at our favorite little hotel, because this morning I was supposed to, or at least I thought I was supposed to fly out at like 6am from the Palm Springs airport to Indiana for an event with one of my coaching mentors. I've been planning this for months. I was super excited. I had all of my outfits. I had a cute little Airbnb booked with a roommate, and I was totally jazzed about this weekend. I live pretty close to Palm Springs, but because I live far enough away that it's really annoying to drive there for a 6 a.m. flight, that's why my husband and I decided to take the day before to stay at our little hotel in the area so that I could have an easy drive this morning. And so yesterday we were out at the pool, hanging out, enjoying the beautiful sunny weather that we have not been getting in our part of Southern California. And I get a notification on my phone that my flight was canceled. My flight out of Palm Springs was canceled. So I immediately went and looked and figured out like, is there a way to rebook? What are the other flight options? And I even called and spoke to American Airlines, which is one of my least favorite activities is to get on the phone with airlines. But I found out that unless I was willing to drive many hours to, for example, fly out of LAX or fly to some other destination and then drive to the event, or unless I was willing to have multiple layovers, which I'm not, that's a hard pass for me. I'm a one layover kind of girl. If I can't get there on two flights, I'm not going. And that even includes Europe. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions to that, but I haven't made any in a long time. But basically, it turned out that unless I was willing to do one of those types of things, there was just no way that I was getting to this event in Indiana with enough time to actually enjoy it. I could get there, but I would probably get in pretty much halfway through the event, and that just wasn't worth it to me. Plus, I started to get paranoid that, you know, if there's all this drama in getting there. What if there was drama in getting home? And I am scheduled to work at the hospital the day after I was supposed to get back from this trip. And I really don't want to let down my team or my colleagues or any patients if I somehow got delayed on my flight. So long story short, my trip to this coaching event that was going to be so fabulous in Indiana has been canceled. I made the decision not to go. And I'm kind of bummed, right? Like I had all these plans and now they're just not working out the way that I had hoped. This also reminds me of another time when things didn't go my way as far as travel plans. It was a little over a year ago. My husband and I were planning to go to Calgary, Canada, where he's from, and visit his family, whom I've never met. And we had, you know, our whole weekend set up. We were going to be so cozy, like in Calgary, just hang out at his parents' house, do a fun little excursion to Banff and all of that kind of stuff. And in a twist of events, my husband's passport went missing for multiple hours during our connecting flight through Denver. And we just couldn't get on our flight to Calgary because he didn't have a passport. And so we were pretty bummed that our Calgary trip didn't really work out as planned. 
and we ended up stuck in Denver. And so I wanted to share with you today on the podcast some of my perspective on what to do when things don't go your way. And a lot of this perspective that I'm going to share with you is based on the work of positive intelligence, which if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I love positive intelligence as one of the coaching modalities that I frequently use in my own coaching and with my clients. If you want to know more about positive intelligence, I'll include a link in the show notes of this episode. Definitely go check it out because it's a really elegant system that sort of describes in a very simple, actionable way the inner workings of our brain. So one of the basic premises of positive intelligence is that we have two basic components of our brain. One side is the saboteur side. That is the biological hardwiring that is designed to keep us safe from immediate danger. It only has our short-term survival in mind. The saboteur regions of our brain are where all of our negative emotions come from. If you think about it, anything negative that you feel, like fear or anxiety or shame, those emotions all drive you to just stay the same and not really take a lot of action. They're designed to keep you small and therefore safe. And that's not really a great thing in our very safe, comfortable modern lives. It certainly was a great thing way back when, when we needed to stay in the cave in order to survive, quite literally. So the opposite of the saboteur regions of our brain is the sage part of our brain. And that sage is the wise, creative, higher thinking part of our brain that's able to solve problems and really figure things out and that has our long-term well-being in mind. And so what positive intelligence describes is really how to identify when you're hijacked by the saboteur parts of your brain, where those negative emotions are coming from, And how to shift yourself into a sage perspective where you can calmly and clearly make decisions, empathize with the people around you and yourself, and do things with your long-term interests at heart. And so one of the teachings of positive intelligence is the sage perspective. And what the sage perspective is, is that literally anything, or at least like 99.9% of things that happen in life, even if they seem negative, can be turned into a gift or an opportunity. And so in the work of positive intelligence, in the book specifically called Positive Intelligence by Shirzad Shamin, he shares a parable that is a really helpful illustration of the sage perspective. And I want to sort of paraphrase that in my own language, which is very informal, um, because I think it's a really great story that kind of gives us a lot of perspective on how things not going our way is really just a construct that we have in our mind because we never really know what the long-term outcome of things is going to be. So the parable that's shared in the book is called the stallion story. And it goes something like this. So there's a farmer and he has an award-winning stallion. And when the stallion wins all these prizes and awards at the competition, all of his neighbors come to congratulate him. And they're like, oh, this is so amazing. You're so blessed. You have this award-winning stallion. And the farmer's response is, who knows if this is good or bad? All of his neighbors are really puzzled by that. They're like, okay, weirdo, like, obviously it's got to be a really good thing that you have an award-winning stallion. But because the word has gotten out that this stallion is so valuable, some thieves come in the night and they steal it. So then the neighbors come back to the farmer 
and they're like, oh no, how terrible, this terrible luck that you have, this fate that's befallen you, that your stallion has been stolen, it's just awful. And again, the farmer responds, who knows whether this is good or bad. A couple days later, the stallion has escaped from the thieves and he goes out and he rounds up a couple of wild horse friends and he brings them all back to the farm where he had lived. And now the farmer not only has his stallion back, but he also has a little gang of some extra horses that become his. And again, the neighbors come and they congratulate him and they think that this is just the best thing ever, that now he's gotten, you know, a bunch of horses for free. And the farmer again responds, who knows whether this is good or bad. A few days after that, the farmer's son is trying to train one of the new wild horses and he falls and he breaks his leg. And of course the neighbors come back. What do they say? Oh, this is so terrible. I can't believe that this fate has befallen you. The son has broken his leg. It's just awful. And once again, what does the farmer say? You already know. He says, we don't know if this is good or bad. And by then the neighbors are just like totally puzzled by this guy and his weird response. Couple days after the son breaks his leg, the army comes through to recruit young eligible men to go to war. But because the son's leg is broken, he's spared from serving in the war. And by then the neighbors don't even bother to come back to either celebrate or commiserate because they know that no matter what happens, the farmer is going to say who knows whether this is good or bad. And so I love this parable that's shared in Positive Intelligence. And for sure, it probably originates with some sort of a religious component, like that there's a divine plan that, you know, we can't know possibly what's good or bad. But whether you believe that or not, it doesn't matter because the premise of the sage perspective that everything, yes, everything can be turned into a gift or an opportunity is really a self-fulfilling prophecy, whether you have any sort of a religious or spiritual belief behind it or not. And what I mean by that is what you look for is what you're going to find. Your brain's negativity or positivity bias is going to influence everything that you see or do. So the sage perspective really is a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you view anything that happens in your life as a gift or an opportunity, then you'll find the ways that it truly is a gift or an opportunity and you will turn it into an opportunity for something better. If you stay in a saboteur perspective and you view the things that don't go your way as really big problems and big tragedies and you know terrible things that always happen to you, you're going to keep seeking out evidence subconsciously of all the things that are grow- going wrong. And you're not going to have that sage capacity to really create and problem solve and change it into something amazing. And so I share all of this with you to illustrate that when things don't go your way, you have two options. You can wallow in it and be depressed about it. So like my trip to Indiana not happening. I could have been angry and so upset and had so much FOMO and I don't get to go and I don't get to be at this luxurious event and like everything sucks. Or I could view it as the opportunity and gift that it is. Now, I do happen to have not really like any sort of religious um, belief necessarily, but I do believe in this like divine plan that somehow things are always working out in our favor and that we can't possibly know exactly how. So I do have a little bit of that like hippy dippy perspective on things, 
But I also know that it's up to me to turn things into an opportunity and to really make something even better out of what is initially seeming like a negative situation. So instead of being depressed and upset about this Indiana trip being canceled, I am turning this into a super fun weekend in Palm Springs, which is one of my favorite places anyway. My husband has already um, planned a golf trip with his buddies. He has some friends coming up from Arizona for this weekend because he thought I was going to be out of town. So he has his plans and he has a place to stay here in Palm Springs. And I've decided that I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to have a whole spa day. I'm going to spend the evenings with him and his friends, um, but really just do my own thing during the day. And I'm going to make a really fun vacation out of it that is as good, if not better than what I originally had planned with the coaching event. Same thing happened when my husband and I got stuck in Denver on our way to Calgary. And initially on the surface, it was super disappointing that we couldn't take that trip to Calgary to see his family. But we ended up turning that weekend into one of the most fun trips we've ever taken. We stayed in Denver where our connecting flight had landed. We did eventually find his passport. So all was well with that. It had like gotten lost in the plane for hours and we have no idea how and we don't even know who found it. It just suddenly like appeared and the airline called us like many hours after our Calgary flight had already taken off. So it was super weird. But we found the best place to stay in Denver, another really cool boutique hotel, which, by the way, I'm really good at finding these funky, interesting cool, luxurious places to stay. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And I actually do like VIP weekends for clients where we stay at some of the most amazing places and we do really fun coaching and other activities. So if you're ever interested in that, you can send me a message or an email. But anyways, I found us this awesome place in Denver. We stayed there. We had a really fun weekend just exploring the city, which neither of us had ever been there. And we turned that disappointing situation really into a gift of a really great weekend together. And so I want to then apply this, of course, to a relationship example. And if you've been through a breakup and you've come out the other side of it and seen how much better your life actually is without that person than it was with that person, you might already have this perspective. But I know a lot of you are going through hard things in your relationships right now. I have multiple clients that are going through breakups or considering whether they want to stay or go. And I think that when we're really in that acute phase of something that we thought was forever or at least long term coming to an end, it's really hard for us to get out of our tunnel vision. And it's really hard for us to see that something better could await We get really caught up in the negative emotion and the sadness and the grief, which is of course necessary, but it's also really tough for us to look beyond the breakup or the ending of the relationship to see that maybe something even better is out there for us. And so I know for me personally, I've had a couple of different relationships that at the time seemed so painful. I felt so stuck. I felt like I would never see the light again. I felt like I will never find anybody as good as this person. And lo and behold, on the other side of all of that heartbreak and thinking that I would never find anybody even close to who that person was, I've found that and so much more. And more importantly, I was able to take those 
I mean, really it's one specific breakup, maybe also my divorce as well in a different way, but I was able to take those really shitty feeling situations where I just felt hopeless and turn them truly into a gift and an opportunity by seeing things from that sage perspective, by using that heartbreak to learn more about myself and what I really wanted and to become the kind of woman that attracted what I actually wanted and deserved in my life which I now have. So I want you to remember, my friends, when things seem like they're just not going your way, whether it's with a vacation that gets canceled, whether it's with a relationship that's ending, whether it's with a career change that isn't at all what you had hoped for or any other part of your life, you can always take that situation and turn it into an opportunity or a gift. What that means is that you have to intentionally focus on how this could be happening for you and not to you. You have to give yourself that glimmer of hope that maybe, just maybe, something better awaits on the other side. And just remember that stallion story, that even if something seems amazing at the time, it might not actually be as amazing in the long term as you thought. And even if something seems terrible at the time, it might actually be working for you to take you to something even better. When it comes to relationships, I want to leave you with something that I heard recently in another podcast, and I wish I remembered where it was. I listened to so many things, and I'm so sorry that I don't have the reference to cite on this. But I recently heard someone talking on a podcast about how their perspective on relationships is that either the person that you're with is your person, is your soulmate, or they're just getting you ready for your person or your soulmate. So if you have a breakup, if your relationship ends, it's okay because your person is still out there. Maybe they're the next one that you meet. Maybe there are a couple more people down the line. You just never know. But each relationship that you have really is a stepping stone to what you ultimately get to have that's beyond your wildest dreams. So I hope that helps. When things don't go your way, just remember that you never really know what's on the other side of a seemingly bad situation, and you have the power to shift to that sage perspective and create something amazing out of your disappointment. I hope that's helpful for you. As always, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. My contact info is in the show notes of this episode, and you know that I love to hear from you. Um, If you want to go to the Positive Intelligence website and take a little assessment about your own saboteurs, because the saboteur region of the brain is actually subdivided in the language of positive intelligence into 10 different saboteurs, and we all have them in different combinations, and learning about which ones that you have the strongest um, can really help you identify sort of the typical thinking patterns of your brain, and then that can help you realize when you're in saboteur and shift to sage more easily. So if you want to go to positive intelligence and take a free private assessment um, to learn more about your own saboteurs, I have the link in the show notes of this episode. And if you're a nerd like me and you want to share your results with me and have a little chat about it, like not a sales chat, not me like trying to coach you, just a little like chat and maybe I can offer some perspective on um, what your particular saboteurs are and any sort of insight I have. Feel free to send me your assessment via email or via DM and we can just you know text your email back and forth and you might get some tips and insight on how to work with your saboteurs once you sort of know what they are. 
And by the way, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, don't forget that I am doing custom tailored coaching packages. So we can get on a call, figure out what exactly you want support around, and together we can design the perfect package for you. And we can discuss how often we meet and how and how long our sessions are and what the total length of the package will be. And we can even talk about the price because there's lots of room for um, customization there as well. So the link to set up a call with me to talk about coaching together is also in the show notes of this episode. And I hope you guys have the most amazing week and I can't wait to talk to you in next week's episode. Take care.